Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And thanks to our sponsor, SS96. Visit ss96.net and use the promo code SWISHMASTERS for 30% off on all hats, hoodies, t-shirts, even SWISHMASTERS merch. Also, be sure to check out my latest beat tape, Scary Hour Beast 2, available on all streaming platforms. Thank you so much. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Swish Masters podcast. I am your co-host, Zay, the executive producer. I'm your co-host, Q, the guru. Zay, you got to talk about the NBA, man. It's almost Christmas. That time is wrapping up where we really, really start paying attention to the NBA. Before we get to Christmas, there has been a lot of news, a lot of rumors, and a lot of reactions. So let's get into all that. First, let's start with the team that supposed to be really hot coming out the gate this old squad was supposed to show people the ropes <laughs> experience over everything Absolutely. gotta talk about the lakers they had they recently had a back-to-back they lost to the grizzlies without john morant right yeah. uh and that was a pretty bad loss because you have ad versus lebron playing however the next night you had them play against the thunder my thunder by the way who has suffered a 73-point loss recently, but I ain't going to get into all that. Um, but the Thunder have been beating the Lakers, like, never meeting. But in this meeting, they actually won with LeBron and Russ and AD on the bench. So it brings the conversation to what do you think about the Lakers so far? Some people are calling for the firing of Frank Vogel or something being done about AD. So what, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like we talk about the Lakers every week. And it's it's always about the underachievement. Um, to, for them to lose to the Grizzlies, and no disrespect to the Grizzlies at all, they are actually fourth in the West right now. Um, for them to lose without their best player in John Morant and having LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis on the floor playing active is, is a question mark. It's, it's, it's like how? Like how is it how is it possible that you guys weren't able to get this done? And the next game you win without Anthony Davis against Oklahoma City, who has already beaten you twice this year. Just I caught some of the highlights from OKC versus the Lakers. And I was seeing a lot of LeBron, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James pick and roll. And LeBron was pretty dominant. He had 33, 30 in his last two games, I believe. Um, He looked good, but it just raises a question of, I, I personally thought that, you know, coming into the season, this, this trio is going to be legit. They're going to be a great big three. And right now, they're just kind of back and forth to me. Uh, LeBron is, is obviously LeBron. He hasn't, he's missed about 10 or so games, but he, he comes back and he's still his, you know, same full form. Russell is starting to put it together, understanding and trying to just, navigate his his role in this team and this offense and everything. AD 
I think it's been the big question mark. Um, I think he's averaging around 24, 24 and 10, which is still good basketball, but he just hasn't looked engaged. He hasn't looked dominant. Um, I don't think that I, – I still think at this point in the season, it's kind of early to say, oh, we, they have to fire Frank Vogel. Um, I, I feel like he has to have – a chance, but we're only what almost thirty games in. I, I wouldn't say pull the plug on Frank Vogel. Um, I, I just think that they have to make the the adjustment. Last night, I, I think that you we kind of got a glimpse of LeBron playing a, the the big the four or five ish role, and it worked out a little bit better. Uh, I think they just have to experiment. A little bit more. I'm not saying that anybody should be like bench. I'm not saying you take one of the greatest bigs out of the lineup and and have him come off the bench because he's still in his prime. But I think they have to. I think a Anthony Davis has to be more assertive, and I think b they just have to experiment with different lineups and, and allow these guys to jail a little bit better. Um, I don't know. I, I don't see them right now. I, I don't see them getting far in the, in the playoffs. And right that they're sitting at like sixth in the in the West right now. So it's kind of weird to. It's kind of weird because I'm thinking like this team has to be really good coming into the season, but has not been the case. And it's still early. Uh, I'm not going to say that they can't put it together. Still a long season to go, but um, I think I think Christmas Day will rev up things a lot because it's you know are the biggest time of the year, the most wonderful time of the year, obviously, but also a big time for basketball. So it, it's going to be interesting. I think that that push that scene is going to influence them a little bit better to like kick it in overdrive. Yeah, so along with that, DeAndre Jordan's out the rotation, so you find there's something there. Like, at the beginning, I said they probably had one too many bigs. Like, why DeAndre? I felt like that wasn't a need. Should have got a wing instead, because that's what you need. Uh, but either way, he's out of the rotation. That seems to help. Uh, like you said, LeBron, Russ, and pick and roll. That's been... I didn't think about that, but it seems to be very effective because you have two guys who can have, who can ball handle, and if they want to get to the rim, they can get to the rim, and that's uh, I think that's very important. Uh, the the main key is AD because the beginning of the season, I said myself, the only way they can really do well is if AD is like MVP candidate, AD, and he hasn't been. You know, you got people calling him out, Charles Barkley, calling him <laughs> out. Come on. AD and he just needed to sell us something. He was out of the game due to near due to knee soreness. Knee soreness. So come on. We, I, we just need to see something. Something. Cause if because if we don't, it plays to the narrative that oh AD soft. He, he can't get down in trenches. He's not. And I believe he has the talent to do whatever he wants to. Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen that talent. Just yep. got to show us something. And if we don't see it, I don't think LeBron 
has enough to carry like he used to. Russ, unfortunately, he's never been he's never proven to carry anyone through the playoffs. He can carry you through a regular season, yeah. The playoffs, that hasn't been proven. And I'm one of the biggest Westbrook fans out there, so I know he's that's not his, that's not what he does. So AD hasn't proven it either. You know, but he has the talent and the potential to do it out of the out of the three of them. So he yeah. gotta step up. Now, if LeBron was younger, I'd be like, all right, LeBron can do it, but I don't know. Yeah, if this He's been playing like, well, though. If this was, like, maybe four or five years ago. Right. All right. They'll, they'll turn it up. Um, I mean, I, I just watched the video of Kevin Love talking about the 2016 Cavs team, how they were, like, the yeah. most underachieving but best regular season team. Like, they didn't really care about anything until the playoffs. And I, I know for a fact, like, LeBron was taking his his rest to get ready for the playoffs. And as you saw, they delivered a championship to Cleveland. So, But in this case, he – we've seen over the past couple of seasons, yeah, he he's not, like, by any means, like, lost his – lost a step. He's still – LeBron still scoring, rebounding, just got to 100 um, career triple doubles along with – Russell Westbrook, Magic, Oscar, obviously. Um, so he's not losing steam, but he's getting older. He's getting hurt more. He's, you know, we're used to seeing LeBron play all the time. And now, got to take some rest. Got to take some breaks. So it's um, right. not going to be easy for him. But, yeah, AD has to step up, man. Um, yeah. I'm just, man, I, I feel like... It's going back to last year with the playoffs. Like every team I picked, <laughs> you well, not every team, but a lot of the teams I picked to win didn't work out. I'm like, dang, everybody's gonna question my basketball. <laughs> now <Not laughs> right I was like, oh, the Lakers are gonna yeah. win, but we'll see. Nah, uh, yeah, we'll see. And I agree with you, Frank Vogel. He he just helped you win the finals, like. No, it'll take a minute. These are way new pieces. You have some players that haven't have been available yet to even try to put new rotations together. It's a lot because you have a lot of personalities in that locker room. You have a lot of accomplished NBA players in that single locker room. And I'm sure it's a task to try to navigate and satisfy all the players. Um... But I don't think it's a thing about ego or anything like that. It's just about finding the right pieces, finding the right rotations, finding the right fit. And it'll take some time. There's no guarantee they'll get it right by Christmas. It'll probably take a while after that, too. But in the meantime, I think the disappointment is this. You should be able to win based off talent alone, just based on talent that you have. And that's been disappointing. Yeah, I agree. So, um they have just, like you said, a, a, a locker room full of Hall of Fame, all star, former All-Stars, stars in this league. And for them to be barely over 500 is mm-hmm. kind of disappointing for the fans, I feel like. Not even just Lakers fans, but basketball fans in general. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, these guys are not your typical bench role players. Um, right. But I, I feel like they'll 
they'll be fine. Uh, it's, it's sometimes it just takes longer to put it together. Um, but this is the Lakers we're talking about. This is LeBron and GM LeBron. So I feel like once we get to, especially now, like seeing how DeAndre Jordan hasn't really had a impact on this team and Trevor Reese has been hurt. Um, they just got, I think THT is back, Kendrick Nine, all these guys. They have, if not pieces, they have assets to move around. I, I feel like we're going to see, we're probably going to see some decent moves. I, the, the Lakers are have a pretty good front office and Rob Palenka, all those guys. Uh, they're going to make something happen, uh, whether that's, you know, changing jobs or moving guys. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm not really worried about the team in general. Right. And the Lakers are a story franchise, too, so they always have players looking to see, you know, they can get there, especially now that they're relevant. Yeah. So it's a good point. Good point. I want to say this too. Know know my feelings about AD being on this Cinder Five list. You know, and there needs to be an edit or something. If he's not able to pick it up, <laughs> my his name. <laughs> take this man. Take this man off of the Cinder Five list. Put Dwight Howard in there. Or somebody else that was snug. Replace his name. Take him out of Space Jam too. <laughs> you just just uh just do something, man. Like I don't know. Oh man, something, something, bro. Because come on, AD. I, I'm with oh, you, bro. man. I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like a petition for Dwight Howard to be on the 75 list, 75 list should be put in place instead of AD right now. And yeah, AD has a championship, but Dwight Howard, rebound and leader. I was just looking at a stat. He was the youngest in NBA history to, to lead the league in rebounds at like 22. Defensive player of the year, multiple times, multiple all-stars, NBA teams. He has a, he has a good resume to and a legit case to make it. And uh-huh. AD, we all know he's great. He's he's amazing. Exactly. Potential alone, yeah, he deserves to be on that list. But he's not just, hurt. Just, he's, he, when yeah. he's but right now it's like you you – I don't know. Maybe he got cursed, you know, like the 75 list was like, oh, I'm honored. And now it's like, mm. nah, because even, even before that, I, I thought <laughs> he, sh- nah, he shouldn't get on the list. He didn't do anything to, all right, one chip. Okay, maybe I'm just saying he, he hasn't even won MVP, you know, so come on. I don't know. I was just too soon and him and Dane. And that's how that's looking right now, too. I'll say that for another day. <laughs> but, like, come on. Yeah. Come know. on, man. But AD, step it up, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, AD. Yeah. Don't let Charles Market call you street clothes again. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, Charles Charles Barkley calls his Lakers the old geezer squad. That's... Yeah. <laughs> that man. They are. They are, though, but, man. They... Uh, we'll see. The thing is, they they all know the the, the prime time is the playoffs. But the thing is, you want to have at least a decent seating to put yourself in a good position for a good deep playoff run. So they need to try to get in the top four seeds, and they had a chance to beat the Grizzlies, you know, but they lost. Yeah, especially so, you don't want to go against the Suns in the first round again. You don't exactly. want to go 
I mean, potentially Golden State, they keep dropping or whoever. Like, you 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 want to get up and, and face the lower talent. Um, right. You don't want to be in the play-in tournament either. You can use that day to get some rest and just be prepared for the playoffs. They should not be in the play-in tournament with all this talent. Yeah, for sure. So, no excuses. It's not on Link, it's not on Frank Vogel. But the truth is that that's the first thing they look at because as a GM, you don't want to be in the wrong. Because as a GM, you put the pieces together. Uh, so it's best to always blame the coach. We all know that from basketball. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I respect Frank, Frank Vogel myself. I respect him. No, not a bad coach at all. Um, not bad, but um, but to, you do have some other proven coaches on that staff too that can probably help the Lakers. So we'll see. You know, you got Fizdale on this on this staff. That can, I'm sure he can do something. He knows LeBron as well. He has a strong rapport with him. So yeah, I don't know. It's like all these things are coming into place where you can see like I he probably be out there and then that at a certain way by Christmas. So. Yeah. You know, thankfully they won that game yesterday. So, yeah, um, that that's still funny to me though. Like they lost to OKC twice, and twice. when they beat, they won against the Thunder without AD. Without AD, I don't know. Maybe maybe they just had bad games. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Another thing I just thought about with AD is just the inconsistent minutes or, or playing time because of injury. Um, we all know that he had knee issues. He's had pretty much everything, really, ankle or sickness, missed a lot of games. Um, and I feel that – I feel like um, – as a, as a basketball player, being a professional, being in the NBA, you have so many outlets, so many sources, so much, so many resources to be able to get proper training in, proper injury management, doctors. You have team, you have a team doctor and, and a, a, doc, a team of doctors to basically take care of you, to help you along in the, this career and in this, in this field. And right. right. not only that, you got someone right there in the locker room who's been playing for God knows how long <laughs> without major injury until like later on in his career. Like you got someone right there you can get that wisdom from. Uh, it's I think who who was it I was watching? Uh I think Stephen A. Smith made made a point about how AD should be ashamed because a guy that's been playing like LeBron, twenty right. almost twenty years has as in better can and you're he's he's thirty about to be thirty seven. You're twenty seven, and this dude is in better shape, better conditioning, less injuries than you. And right. like that's that's crazy. That's not a bad point. Um, not. It's, it's, I'll say this too, Russell Westbrook too. You know he he only had like maybe just one one or two major ones. Uh, one was kind of due to like 
it's anyways up stances, you know, at Bev diving for the knee, you know, blah blah blah. But still, he is he's been a player that has, has mostly always been available throughout his career. He has a high work ethic as well and drive. So I mean, you got two people there. You can just try to get that knowledge and that wisdom from. Special LeBron though. Yeah. You've been and you've been his teammate for like what three years now? Uh, yeah, it's a, a third. It's third year now. Third year. So I mean, I don't know. No. Go back no to whatever, excuses, whatever he did in the first season they were together and and repeat because he was he was dominant. But he had a lot to prove there though, because remember all the turmoil for him leaving New Orleans. So you kinda had to prove yourself that you I, you know. And uh, ever since then, I wonder because of that championship, you're like, all right, you know what? I'm proving I'm done. Like I wonder if it's a mindset thing or I don't know. But he has not been dominant since then. That's true. We've seen flashes, but we haven't seen just that consistent, dominant AD. Yeah, I agree. I, I think maybe the championship took a lot of, like, weight off of his shoulders and he was felt like he could oh i'm i'm in la i can relax a little bit i got a chip i'm never right. I'm, I'm not having to prove that i can win anymore but i think a part of your hunger your drive is keeping that that mindset of oh i gotta do it again like who was it i was just looking at i mean as a me as a music producer i, I watch a lot of videos about how to make a hit or how to how to you know make it basically once you make one that's it you made one so you already have to think how can i get it again how can i get make this better how can i build on this and i feel like it's the same thing with basketball you win a championship you aren't going to be considered the greatest of all one of the greatest of all time by winning one it's about all right especially with a guy like AD having dominant regular seasons and all these monster games and being considered one of the top five basketball players in the, in, in the world, you have to go out there and steadily show that you are, why you are called top five for, for a reason, right? Like you have to build on what you've done and keep it going. Now, I feel like that's, that's, that's what he doesn't understand maybe. I don't know, and it also depends on what his drive is. If his drive is just to, I'm just living up in LA, that's his drive, you know? I can't blame him for that, that's his drive. Uh, <clears throat> but if his drive is to be like one of the greatest power fours of all time, this probably ain't it. Uh, Cause you gotta try to do something. You can even have a goal as to win MVP. Maybe I don't see that, you know, you gotta do something. But if his drive, it depends on what his drive is. If his drive is just to do whatever, that's on him. And that's him. I, I, I respect him for it. But just as fans, we always want to see more because we know they can do it. But if it ultimately, it's up to him and his drive and what his goals are. So yeah. that's, that's it. So I don't know. But we both agree it's been different since that championship. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been the same. I know. I mean, last season, injury. Of course, uh, right. Of course, and that's fine. We understand that one, but we we had high expectations for him to come out. You know, yeah. just bigger, better, stronger, faster. Like, you know, have an MVP caliber season. 
Yeah. To be have seen that. Yeah, be dominant. Yeah. That's it. Just be dominant. So we, I don't know. We'll see. But we'll see how the Lakers will be. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Let's talk about another team that has been killing it in the West. Yeah, let's talk about Golden State because I, I alluded to it a little bit last week, last episode. But I'm, I'm not feeling good. As an NBA fan right now, man, they only have a Clay Thompson back. Yeah, you telling me this team could be, they could potentially be better than that 2015 team, you know? And that was a dominant team too, with the chemistry and all the pieces. It was like they had all the right fit. And this team as well is like an upgrade from that almost. You got Jordan Poole who just buckets, you know. He got Wiggins is playing. Ah, that's a big surprise to me. Along with Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, his play. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling good as an NBA fan. <laughs> Keep me seeing another dynasty, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Clay not even back. I mean, if Clay is like even 80%, it's a wrap. <laughs> Wiggins has been the biggest surprise for me. Um, like I think we talked about it before, he just is. He has a he has that drive right now. He's like, all right, let me do my thing. Let me go out here and give you 20, 20 plus points real quick, just because you, you, they're, they're sleeping on it. Um, I don't know if they're gonna be. I, I def, right now they look like they can be whoever in a, in a seven game series. Anybody. I, I'm not gonna Steph say Steph playing out his mind. I ain't say nothing about Steph yet, but he's playing out his mind better than his MVP campaign. This man, my goodness, he literally can break Ray Allen's record, bro. He is so so close. If anybody can do it, it's him. Even LeBron praised him as much. So, oh, he's he's gonna pass it. Uh, it's just he's a gonna do it. It's just a matter of how many. <laughs> How many games is he? Because I saw that he was they were talking about Clay's single uh, single three point made mm-hmm. three point made record, which is fourteen threes in a game, I think. So he needs the fifteen now, I believe. So if he hits that and if he get in one game, that would be insane. Um, the Warriors right yeah. now. Uh, they're, they're, they're the best team in basketball, hands down. I'm not going to go as far as to say, oh, they're going to go on another dynasty run, 3P. I I don't know. I mean, they they could, but. They could, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it up for this season for now. They, they're definitely the favorite to win, to win the chip or come out of the West for sure. Um, them and the Suns, I, I feel like that would be a great – Western Conference Finals to watch. Um, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> you say that. Because they, they still because you know, you still got Wiseman, too. You got some valuable picks. That's the thing right here that we, I think we're missing right now. They got some valuable talent in yeah. these past couple drafts. You know, it's, it's understandable due to injury. I know what Steph was out for a minute. Uh, Clay has been out. And that affected the record. So they have some valuable picks. Um, 
and the trades they pulled off to get some picks. So the Warriors are in prime position. Yeah. Even if they want to trade some of these own pieces for another player in the future, they could. Don't do it though, because y'all are on a roll right now. Don't don't mess it up. <laughs> but yeah, as an NBA fan, I remember the time. <laughs> it was like, man, Warriors got it, or man, Cavs got it. It's like I was looking forward to the season being like, who will actually do it? <laughs> yeah, especially uh, since the Lakers got to a slow start. So I don't know, man. Mm, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm. Let me ask you this. So right now, the Nets are in first place in the East, and obviously, my Heat are having some issues because Bam is out. Jimmy is yeah. out. Um, I mean, we're still not bad. Chicago has a lot of players out due to safety, health and safety protocols. It looks like the Nets, if would would be the like number one option to come out. I mean, the Bucks are still there, but Brooke Lopez is out back surgery. I, I mean, hypothetically, I'm going to say if the Nets and the Warriors go to the finals and Clay comes back, or if Kyrie is somehow back with the Nets, who has the bigger impact on that on that series if Clay comes back or if Kyrie comes back for their respective teams? I say this: the thing about Clay, he's been a part of that team already. He already has some rapport and chemistry, and he's actually there to even watch and see what's going on, know the playbook. Kyrie, on the other hand, he's not even allowed on the premises. He's not even with the team. So you have to try to catch up with all the chemistry and the rapport. And they already lacked it from last season. And you try to get to build it again this season. I'll definitely say Clay would have a bigger impact. Just based on that alone, the team chemistry-wise. And I'll say this too, even with the Knicks, James Harden has not been James Harden. He's been James Harden all-star. But we know James Harden as a superstar. He hasn't been playing like a superstar that we know him to be. And I don't know all, all of the stats specifically, specifically, but uh, it's been like, I think his points per game is like down since, like it's the lowest since he left OKC, something like that. It's like, it's bad. And you know, he's, he's just now getting back to the free throw line because most of his game was predicated on that. Then they changed the rule. So, first of all, they need to figure out James Harden, try to get him back to the superstar status. Because, you know, recently, when you lose a game, the team you're traded from, you know, that's not that's not good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but that definitely Clay have bigger impact, though, in my opinion. No, I, I think that's a fair point. Um, Clay has been around his team for a long time. This is he's been there since he was drafted there. And yeah. he he's been itching to play, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um this is my counterpoint though. All right. With even though we know all the drama that has gone on with the Nets, with Kyrie and 
vaccine versus not vaccine, everything. Um, and, and then just all his other just missing games for whatever reason. When and, and last year, we still didn't really get to see them play together, but maybe the first round of the playoffs, uh, midway into the second round, and and I, I don't know, seven games in the, in the regular season, basically. But when they did play together, they were they were pretty good. And you still to me to me you still have the the, the most lethal scorer in the game in, in in Durant being able to create his own shot from all three on all three levels. Harden, even though he's not at MVP level Harden right now, um, I, I think that he is is still kind of like working his way back from injury. I feel like down the road he's going to be picking up speed, picking up you know his 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 level of play back. And if Kyrie is healthy, I, I believe he's probably in still in basketball condition. I'm I'm not gonna say he just mm-hmm. isn't playing or just sitting up eating potato chips, but. Yeah, I believe he's ready. He's still ready. He was ready before the season started. So yeah, I, yeah, I just, I'm not gonna I'm like count them out if if he were to come back and actually plays practices, whatever. If I, I feel like it would make it a it would make it a difficult series. It wouldn't just be a breeze for the, the Warriors with with the return to play if Kyrie would also come back. I mean, and then they have their role players that have been playing pretty well, like LaMarcus Aldridge, like a, a Patty Mills. So they they have they have pieces. I think it'll be it, it will be interesting. I, I, I think I think you have an impact on how that would if that were to happen. That series would be. Love in the air to me, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Remember the other issue with the Nets was uh, defensively, you know, and you know it takes rapport and chemistry on not only offense but on defense to know the proper rotations and be on being in tune with your teammate about okay, you got this guy, you pick this guy up over here. So uh, that's also a little concern. Clay. He can he could possibly add to the defense the Warriors already, you know, because before he was out, definitely a two-way player. Yeah. So we'll see how he is coming back, but putting all that into it, he has some good points. But now my counterpoint is the defense. So I think it's hard to argue that one. So uh, it's still a play for me though. Okay. But I see your I see your point though. I understand your point though, but because they Kyrie brings such a unique factor offensively, and if he if he's like at one hundred percent ready to go, Kyrie superstar Kyrie James can be like all star James. That's all you need at that point. I'll say that. So, I mean, we'll see. But will you actually play? That's, I don't know. Yeah, will something else happen where he won't be with the team like last year? I don't know. So, that's the thing. If if he can play, he is. He's he's amazing, but but it's just it, it's always an if with him, you know. Right. Um, I think I think it's still difficult though. Even like for the Warriors defensively, Draymond's gonna be the defensive anchor, right? But Draymond can't guard KD, then guard Harden, then guard Kyrie. 
I mean, Gary Payton II is a great defensive player. He, oh, yeah. he plays with great energy. Wiggins, I think he's capable as a defender, but can those guys guard those three guys? Or can can the the okay. players of the Warriors go up against three killers? Like I mean, I can I can put an opposite point. Can Kyrie guard? Still, and James I, guards. I'm just saying, it's it's the other way around too. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a battle of all the day. It's, it's the it me. is, but I feel like the Warriors can get some stops though. More than the Nets can. Yeah, when I and again, we haven't seen some of all their players play either for the Warriors. Like you know, Wiseman can potentially be that. That's true. Anchor. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm just scared. If this works out too good, and we'll have another dynasty. I'm gonna <laughs> have to ban the NBA. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but that, that's that's what I'm saying. It'll be a battle of offense for sure. But I feel like the, I'm more confident the Warriors can get some stops. That's fair. I, I can't really name a defensive anchor for the Nets right now. I mean, Claxton, maybe. I mean, and KD can when he wants to but he's not in that you know that I'm not looking for KD to be defense player of the year thank you yeah no 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 uh-uh. he's capable of doing of riding that defense for you but that's not that shouldn't be his role his yeah. role is to have like, to keep the offense going yeah because yeah. that's what he's best at he's best at offense so if, if Harden comes back and, and gets to his full self and and you have a Kyrie, like Harden playing on ball, and and it's 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 not a bad situation to be in um, for that team. But like you said, like we we both said, um, that they, they don't really have a defensive mindset. Mm-hmm. This nah, they to the Warriors for defense defensive purposes, so. right? And plus, they have, I believe they have a better coach. No knock on Steve Nash, but Steve Kerr has been more proven coach, former coach of the year. He's, I think he can actually put it together and put some schemes together with that staff over there. So I think that'll play a factor too if it ever gets to a seven game series. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. But right now, if Warriors are submit, Warriors got it just. Right now, as it is right now. Right now. Without <laughs> Clay, I think if Steph continues to play, it's and Steph Curry. My goodness. Yeah. Um He'll he'll be passing that record soon. Shout out to Ray Allen, but uh Oh yeah. I got I, okay, another scenario. <laughs> All right. So it's fourth quarter. You got a, a, a great all-star team. You need three points to either tie the game or or or, or win it. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Steph Curry? Oh, okay. That's where you're going. With the ball in his hands at the top. <laughs> Fourth quarter, you know, it's money time. The game's on the line. Mm-hmm. He's come off pick and roll or, or just creating a shot, getting a crazy three like he makes a lot. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. would you rather get an uh, open – or uh, a Ray Allen come off a screen, corner three, catch a shoot. Who who would you pick in that situation? 
that's the thing too. <clears throat> I feel like Ray has had more of those moments than Steph has. So I'll probably go with Ray right now because he he's has it. He's had those moments. Unfortunately, Steph hasn't, and he's not yet. Uh, and when he was in those clutch moments, like I'll go back to the finals. Um, I forget which year. We had like a bad turnover in the final minutes. You know what I'm talking about? It was like behind the back. You just like, why you can do that? And uh, I think it was like 2016, I think I'm thinking about. But yeah. so, yeah. So I was, yeah, I would say you can definitely. All right. It was a clean look. Great. Got it. Okay. But if it's a difficult shot, I think Steph got it. Like, it was like, I have, I have more trust in Steph as like, Steph has made some ridiculous shots, eyes closed. You remember that play with the Pelicans? Yeah, eyes closed, <laughs> falling away. And I believe Steph got it, but it was a clean look. I think Ray got it. Yeah. Um, First, I thought you were going to take that a different route. I thought you were going to ask me, game online, are you rather have Steph for KD? <laughs> That's what I thought you were taking to them. That's why I thought you were taking it there. And what I would have said, KD didn't make sure his toe was behind the line first. <laughs> That's why I would have said, then <laughs> I would take KD. <laughs> if KD has a proper foot awareness, I would take KD. <laughs> but, oh. That's why I thought you were oh. going first, bro. <laughs> One big toe away. <laughs> <laughs> One toe away. Oh, man. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I, I'm I can't I, I agree with you both both situations. Um, Ray is a proven just knockdown shooter. He gets oh, yeah. is is I feel like eight to nine times out of ten it's, it's going to go down. Steph, yeah. I still feel like I mean it's not it's not a bad option for either guy, but I think mm-hmm. Steph getting off a, a off the dribble crazy shot like he does from three is. Obviously, it's still a more difficult shot, but he has that capability. He just, he's a great shooter. Uh, he's worked on his game, and obviously, we're seeing his greatness right now. I, don't, I, I think when it comes to those two, and everybody's like, oh, Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Where has the greatest shooter of all time? There's you know, the argument. I think it just depends on what you're needing at the time, because in a ideal, just offense, uh, Having a, a set play, catch and shoot guy, Ray Allen, obviously is the number one guy in that. Um, but just doing whatever you want to, dribbling behind the back, step back, side step three, coming off the dribble, there's no one better at shooting than, than Steph from three point range. Um, and it, it just is depending on what position you need, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, Steph is good come out the screens as well, but I just I don't know, man. It's just something about Ray Allen. <laughs> I just have more confidence in. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I wish I could pinpoint it. Maybe our listeners can help me help us pinpoint that down. It's just something about Ray Allen. It was like if it's open. He, he got it. He got you about, like you said, about nine out of ten percent of the time. Like he got you. Nine out of ten, he got you. For sure. Ask LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> For real. 
Absolutely so. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, definitely wars are definitely favorites right now. And if you haven't been watching them, I highly encourage y'all to go watch them and tune for some really good basketball. Absolutely, man. You just got to hope it's not a dynasty. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. But so that, yo, there are some other news though. We got some news to get into about some of these trades and things like that. I want to start off with a guy we've been covering a little bit with his drama, Ben Simmons. This man is away from the team. But yeah. apparently trades also heating up. Apparently it's between like maybe two, three team deals. So they could potentially see Ben Simmons move. What are your thoughts on that? What team would you want to see him move to? Honestly, don't even know where to uh, where I would like to see Ben at. I would definitely like for him to just get out of uh, of Philly for sure. But um, I, I think for me, I want to see him go somewhere where he's not really playing so much on the perimeter. Obviously, he's a ball handler. He can he can pass the ball very well. I want to. I want him to be in a situation where he uses his 6'10 frame to go down low, get buckets, or make plays, and just play with confidence. Because, as we saw last, he he just he's a he becomes a team's liability by not being able to attack or or not attacking when he's on the perimeter with the ball or being passive. And it's fine to facilitate. It's great. I love his passing ability, but if he's out on the perimeter and he's open, he's he's gonna be stagnant because the team's just gonna pull back on him and make and force him or force him to shoot. If he were to go to, I've I've seen like a scenario where somehow him and Dame ended up together in Portland. Like him playing like a, a four man role, but still having his ability to to make plays, to bring the ball up, or or you know that would take a lot of pressure off of Dame to you know create his own shot. He could he could get some coming off some ball screens, catch and shoot, and the pick and roll would be to me pretty nice if, if Dame became more of just a attacker, attacking big. Um, so anywhere he could just go and and more so play the four to me. Yeah, and and as long as the team has a, a really really good guard play, like you said, like with Dame or someone really good on the perimeter, even Golden State, you have someone like Steph, and he can probably play that Draymond role, and he would be fine because Ben is also a really good defender. Defensive player to your candidate, so yeah, I would like to see him in a team that that he doesn't have to be on the perimeter, like you said. I think that'd be really key. And I'll go back to when he came out of college. You know, the main thing we heard about he was at LSU coming out there was that this is like the next LeBron James. Now we all kind of thought that based on his skill set, but unfortunately, it didn't turn out that way. So we got. So we got to change our mindset as fans to what Ben Simmons is as a player. Yeah. 
No, ceiling wise, yeah, the next LeBron James. But we haven't seen evidence of that in, in his years playing so far. So maybe he is more like a Draymond role where you can, uh, but like, no, better than Draymond, of course, but just that type of role where he doesn't like necessarily lead the offense as a point guard or as a, as someone as a point, you know, uh, and be a defensive minded player, you know, really good two way. Yeah. In that sense. So yeah, we just got to figure out to adjust our mindsets on being at this point, because right now, based on what I've seen, based on what we think his drive is, based on what other players have said, I'm going back to my Jimmy Butler's, when he was on the Sixers, what he's seen, and you know, we just got to change our mindset on Ben Simmons, and that's fine. Yeah, and that's okay, yeah. and that's okay. If he can be, it'd be good if he could pair with Dame or pair with Steph. To someone where there's a really good guard, like all-star, superstar caliber guard, where he'll be, I think he'll, I think he'll thrive there in that role. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I haven't seen OKC. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and the only reason we're in the talks is because we have the picks for it. Like, we got so many picks, so many. Yeah. But as a Thunder fan, how would I feel about being Simmons? Me on the OKC. Him and Shay will probably be probably be good because Shay is a good overall. I can I'll be right out. I'll be without him. I'll be alright. <laughs> I'll be okay without him. We still have so many, so much other young talent that we're trying to figure out. So and who knows? We got so many draft picks. We might hit on the next generational player. So, I don't know. As a fan, I'm all right. If I don't have any sense. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I feel like he may end up on the Wizards or something. Just random. Just mm. He's not going to like that. <laughs> I just can't. I don't really. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a set destination. Like, oh, he, Ben will be perfect here. Like, there's no place that, like, Gives me that perfect right. scenario for him. Yeah. And if you're the Warriors, I'm not sure you want to mess up what you got going on right now to bring on a new player when you're just on a roll. Even teams like the Suns, I wouldn't do it either. And it's like, it's limited. Yeah. It really is. And he's not playing to improve his trade value. So it's like, we don't really know how this playoffs affected him and this offseason affected him. Yeah, it's so it's word of mouth. It would it will yeah, it would help. Yeah. It would help if he was playing. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. But anyway, Ben, wish you luck, wish you success wherever you go. So we can finally end this drama and see what you're gonna do. When you play, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. for sure. Oh, uh, so yeah, man. So the other trade rumor going on is Damian Lillard's situation. We touched on this briefly last week with our guest host Kevin Holland. You guys seen that? Go check that out. Shout out to him. 
So Dame situation is definitely different because he's the type of player, like you say, loyal to soul. He has a song. This yeah. man is loyal, but to what degree? You know, uh, I have my own thoughts about this. I want to hear yours first. What do you think about Dame Lillard's situation? Do you see him actually leaving Portland? Reports are there. Uh, reports are that teams are definitely trying to pursue him, but he's knocking the rumors. So, what are, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I think that I admire Dame's loyalty and what he stands for. Um, yeah. Denying the rumors is just—I think that's the truth. I don't—I don't think that he and the team or the organization have talked about, oh, what you, what do you think about this team, or what about. You know this trade rumor, this that, or I mean this this type of deal, this potential deal. I don't think he's talking about any type of trade deals or anything like that. Um, I do think that as as they're currently constructed, he has he's missed his window to win in Portland to win a championship. Um. I would personally rather him go somewhere else. And I, I get it. I mean, he talked about, you know, admiring Kobe and playing for the Lakers his entire career, bringing home chips to the Lakers. And he wants to do that. He, he played, he got drafted by Portland. He's played there his whole career. Um, without, I mean, to me, he's probably there greatest player to ever play in, in a Portland Trailblazers uniform outside of like a Bill Walton but and, and Drexler but he can't win and he can't win a championship in, in Portland and it would be sad to see him not win because he, he he's one of those guys that puts in the work every single year every single year he we see him just given all that he has and this is not enough and it's like man what what will it take what will it take to get him to to win because and and i love cj but cj isn't enough <laughs> it, it he may not want to to leave he may not like leave for himself but i feel like the organization would do him a great deal if they were to move him for something because they it's not fair to him at this point I, I feel like it's not even fair to for him to ask them if he's trying he's trying his best to like work with them to you know let's put something together let's get a new coach let's get you know the the, the president is, is out and and still they're struggling in the west right now I know some of that, some of that is due to injury too. You know, CJ is out. But the same thing, we didn't have high expectations for Portland this year. But I totally agree. My my thing is this: Dame is on the same mindset as one of like AI or Russell Westbrook. But both of those players were loyal to the organization, but they the organization still traded them anyway. To some pretty difficult situations too, you know. Russ has been bouncing around. He's this year, of course, you're with the Lakers. You're in this situation. He can actually continue, right? 
I even want to go back to even uh, Isaiah Thomas. You know, he was loyal to Boston. Yeah. You know, playing through injury. And that's the other thing here, too. Uh, health is not always guaranteed. So you probably want to do what you can while you can. So I, I admire his loyalty, just like I did of all these other great players I mentioned and really good players I mentioned. But it could be loyalty to just like a to like a degree, you know. It could be like a it could eventually be like kind of detrimental because ultimately the team is not loyal to you as a player. They're loyal to the team. And they'll always do his best for the team. Even Kobe had difficulties with the Lakers. He was threatened to leave. Yes. But the thing is, the Lakers fixed that situation. Portland has not necessarily fixed theirs. They still haven't found like a good dominant piece to fit in with Dane and CJ after all this time. So, go ahead. As fans, you know, the fans will support Dane, Damian Lillard's fans. Yeah. And as basketball fans, you want to see them in a better situation. Portland, of course, you want to do right by your city that drafted you. You know, I, I can empathize to some degree, even though I'm not an NBA player. Just the fact, just the fact how I know how much community is important to me as a person. I'm sure it's a thousand more times important to him as a player who plays for a city and a team that drafted him and took a chance on him. But ultimately, the team is loyal to the team. You gotta look out for yourself at some point. That's and that's that. So you have maybe they have plenty of examples. Yeah. So that's it, Dane. Sir, I love your songs. I love <laughs> Lord to the Soil. But come on, man. <laughs> you probably gotta go. Let's see I wanna see him on. Probably Philly. Him and Joel with Doc. As a coach, he has to have a coach like Doc. I can see it working out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you want, you want to see him go to New York? <laughs> Man, New York ain't doing that right now. Hey, come on, New York. We need to talk about you this episode, but come on. <laughs> I got to get together. Come on, Coach. Coach Thibodeau. Come on. Yeah. What's going um, on? Yumbo. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah, that. All right. One, one, real quick, just the Kemba situation. What do you think about that? <laughs> man, it's not looking good. It's not looking good, Kemba. Oh, this is that was, that was kind of a quick turn of events. I feel like one game that was. In the early early season for the Knicks, he was he was going, he was making yeah. he had a great he game. He was on good. Next game, he got exposed on defense, and he was out of there. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> I mean, we know how he is on defense. The Knicks should have known how he is on defense. Tibbs don't play. <laughs> Tibbs don't play. Uh, don't play about dog. You don't play defense. Tibbs is a different type of coach. <laughs> you know, you gotta play defense. <laughs> so. We only knew about that's just, that's the thing because of his size and he was never really just asked to play defense like that with the Hornets. Yeah. Even back when we were the Celtics, you had other players to try to pick up the slack. You had Michael Smart, you had Jalen Brown, even Jason Taylor could defend better to a certain degree. 
if you need him to. So, I mean, I don't know. Kemba, we, we could see him on trade block too. I don't know. I don't know where he will go. I mean, it's 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 a small guard problem. Um, it is. Like, you see Trey Young, and, and you get him in pick and roll, and you get the switches, it's, it's bad. It's, right. It's, it's, it's really nothing you could do about it, though. It's, it's not like exactly you can make a great defensive play if he's Kemba's my thing. He's six one. He's like, like an inch taller than me. And right. You guarding a seven footer like mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. <laughs> uh, but the thing is though, is your offense worth it though? And right now his offense isn't. Because Steph, same thing. But Steph is like, oh yeah, have him on the court no matter what. Trey yeah. Young. Potential through the roof, yeah. So, Kemba is just not on that level to where it's like it's almost like a negative to have him on the floor, even though he provides you some offense and giving him like the same amount of points on the other end, which is defense. So, you had to have like an overwhelming positive on offense to justify you being on the court, yeah. So, I don't know, man. Kemba's not the same like he used to be. I know he had injuries with the Celtics. Maybe that maybe that's playing a role. Yeah. And he was healing um, up from his injury this offseason too. So um I don't know. And and, and I, I don't I, but he took it very well. Um he's he he said oh, yeah. guy. And I I believe in what he's saying. it's 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 gotta be really difficult to go from starting one guard in the NBA to like not even in the rotation. Not not come right. out you're out. You're you're gonna be on the bench. Like that is that is a change, um, but he's yeah, he's taking it pretty well. He's not you know bad mouthing coach staffing anybody like that. I, oh yeah, that's how he is as a player and as a person. Man. I respect him as a, as a person. Like he's yeah, great human being. It just you know just maybe I'm, he's just on the tail end of his prime. And the thing is, he, the thing is, he's never reached that status to where. For example, what's Westbrook? He's been like MVP, record holder, all these things, icon status almost basically. Kimball never got to that point to where you can justify him. Okay, you can't bench him. Even when Russell wasn't playing well for the Lakers, uh, everybody knows you're not going to bench Russell Westbrook because that's Russell Westbrook. Right. You know, Kimball never reached that status to where that's Kimball Walker. You can bench that dude, but you know, yeah, it's not the same. So. That's a good point. That's, that's the only thing. Um, that's the only thing. He's just never reached that status at, at his prime. So, Kimba at his best is an All Star, right? right? But coming off of, uh, I feel like it was maybe one or two injuries with his knees, um, mm-hmm. coming out of Boston, getting traded to OKC, and then eventually end up in New York. Just he mm-hmm. hadn't really got the. I mean, he's healed. He healed up in the off season, but still. I don't think he is the same as he, you know, really hasn't been the same since Charlotte. Yeah, not not cardiac Kimba anymore, you know. So, but um, I feel like this is this can be beneficial, especially if right now the Knicks aren't doing so well. But if they are able to turn it around and and get into the playoffs, and and Kimba takes his time where he's not playing to you know get healthier. Uh, get good practice minutes at least. He could be an asset down the line in the playoffs, and right. or even yeah. if he were to 
not be in New York. That yeah. could make his trade value more reasonable because he would be able to then heal and have something to prove to the next time he plays. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe there's off time he can also work on his defense. You know, you also have small guards who are really good defensively. Patrick Beverly, for example, he made his name from defensive end, and he's a small guard. So maybe he can do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just not just possible to can just earn it so you can increase your value. You know, anything to increase his value of the off while he's on, on the court right now, that doesn't be a help to him. For sure. So we can potentially see him starting again. So but it's definitely a tough fall. Almost reminds me of IT. I know. I'm still waiting. Very similar to IT situation. Very similar. Live Lee Boston. You're starting for a second. Now you got the rotation. And unfortunately for IT, he's in he's playing Drew Leagues and program circuits. But Kemba could be on his way to do the same thing if it's he keeps on this track, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't like it, but, but I don't know. Potentially. Um, I hope that he, I just hope that he utilizes this time to figure out his career, figure out the game. Maybe he learned something that, you know, being a starter and, and now being out of the rotation it gives him a different perspective. It helps him to see the game a little bit differently, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, man. Um, anything else for the day, bro? Uh, nothing for me, man. We're just looking forward to that Christmas time, that Christmas season, man. Basketball really picks up. And, uh, and you know, we got you. If there's any news or highlights or well, just got something just now. <laughs> breaking news. There won't be breaking news by the time this is posted, but we'll see. The Pelicans <laughs> shut down Williamson due to soreness in his surgically repaired right foot. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, shut down. I 100% agree with this decision. Because it's been three years and we've seen Zion play maybe one of these seasons, one like a full season, one maybe. Probably not even that. Yeah, shut him down. I don't know. Oh, oh my fault. <laughs> I agree with shut him down. But uh, uh this just has to bring up the conversation what what to expect from Zion Williamson as a basketball player? We have not, he's a number one overall pick. And for me, it's, it's, it's reaching that almost that territorial. I'm not calling him a bust. It's, 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 it's close to that territory a little bit for me. I'm not calling him a bust. Don't give me Kwame. Kwame, leave me alone. I'm not trying to call him a bust. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's reaching that. It's, it's tough, man. It's tough. We haven't seen him play. He's shown like a flash or two when he was playing and all these injuries. And now the things going on with the setbacks with his uh, foot now. It's tough. And and the Pelicans, they're trying to resign him. I'm not sure they can at this point. 
I, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm probably wishing I drafted John Morant instead. Uh, just me. Just me, man. Because <laughs> John has proven more. He's proven more than Zion at this point. Absolutely. What do you think? You disagree with that? You disagree? No, no, no. I, I, John is amazing. Um, I think he's currently out injured too, but he's yeah, been he is. He is. he's been but a lot more productive. And and we've seen him kind of take, even though he's young, a leadership role within the the Memphis Grizzlies organization. Um, he's tough, man. I, I like him a lot. Unfortunately. For Zion, um, just a lot of changes within New Orleans with coach um, training because he's such a a unique physical basketball player. um, He hasn't really had the best um, training, I guess, or conditioning wise, as far as I've seen. Um, but I, I think this is a good move by both for both him and New Orleans because you want to you want to protect your potential asset. Uh, obviously, we've heard about him not wanting to do a long term deal, but right, this gives him you know this season off to rest, heal, come back stronger, and yeah. hopefully we see some. Conditioning changes for for Zion because it's kind of difficult to even get him on the floor. So right, but you know what? Well, this is all part of a plan to like lead the Pelicans. That's for real. What well, well, this is a plan because you know, as a player, you should have had like a trainer by now and conditions and all that. You know, we've seen player testimonies. You know, Shaq could have been Shaq was still Shaq, but he could have been I don't know what if he had like the proper training and diet or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if this is like this is conspiracy theory hat, but what if he's like doing all this like decrease the interest for the Pelicans so he can leave and sign with the team then magically he's like Zion dominant Zion from Duke. <laughs> and, uh, for real, like it's, what? It's not a, I don't know. It's not that far of a stretch actually. Zion because Zion's been playing basketball for years. He knows what to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He he knows how to get in, in conditioning. And we obviously, we make comparisons to Shaq because he's just that huge. He's a, he's a big dude. And we know that he wants to play basketball. He went to the NBA and was drafted number one overall. We've seen him play. And when he does, it's, it's amazing to see him play. Right. But in New Orleans, I don't know. I, like New Orleans is what won four games this year. He won. I'm, I'm sure he wants to compete. And and Zion, Zion's a big name still, even though we haven't seen him really play. I, I feel like he could he could be a potential All Star every year if he is available. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that. That would be an easy way to try to get out of New Orleans is, is oh, you know, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to, you know, take the season off. And then next year, especially now, he's got – he just hired a trainer, which is 
to me, bizarre. Um, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know what the, 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 the team doctors are doing or the team trainers in New Orleans are doing for him. But this definitely seems like a way for him to separate himself from this team and, and, and get out. I, I don't, and I don't like right. because you want to go somewhere right. win, and he's a big time name. He's gonna, he can make a lot of money in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I feel like you probably want to do that and win. So, and I don't see that happening in New Orleans in the next three, four, five years. No, nah, I don't either. Especially after trading some players, I think they should have traded Nate Lonzo. So I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, Pelicans, uh, it's so disappointing. Move that franchise to Seattle. Give them the Sonics back for all this mess. For <laughs> real. Uh, oh, <laughs> they, they have not done. I do. That's, a, that's, that's, that's another conversation <laughs> for another day, though, man. I'd rather see Seattle Supersonics back on my TV screen than watching the Pelicans right now. I mean. We'll, we'll have to have that conversation another day. That, yeah, that, we have that another day. Like, we have another conversation. For that. But back to Zion. Yeah, do you think the Pelicans would do all they can to uh, to protect their asset? You think they would have made sure he had a trainer already? And you know, maybe they did. I don't know all the details. I don't know. But even so, even if you did get a trainer, you want to make sure it's the right trainer and that they're actually doing what they're supposed to do because to protect your asset. And this is your number one overall pick. You gave up Anthony Davis. Right. Come on. So. Yeah, it's, it's not looking good, David Griffin. I don't know, sir. You probably better than G. I don't know. We just this just opened up for Zion. <laughs> who's, who's gonna Who's gonna get Mount Zion next year? That's this basically. The off season is, is gonna be ridiculous. basically. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's gonna be a crazy off season, especially if he doesn't sign an extension. And even if he does, and he probably find himself kicked out because you gotta believe that the fans aren't too. I'm not a Pelicans fan. But I just got to imagine you're probably not too pleased with the whole Zion situation thus far. Unfortunately, I feel like they've been through AD. Um, having yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. And trying to win, trying to win, getting hurt, coming back, getting kind of close, trying think like looking like you figured it out. You don't figure it out. Your guy leaves. And I mean, we. I think AD was there for what seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So now uh, they about to lose this one, like what three or four? <laughs> That's bad. Zion was drafted in twenty nineteen, right? Yeah. So, so we're about to go. We're in the twenty twenty two season. It's it's only been three years. He's not. Then after next year, I, I doubt we see Zion Williamson in a, in a New Orleans Pelicans. Uniform. Oh, we got time more about that another time. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But I agree, it's a good decision right now to sit him. Hopefully, he again, unless unless this is conspiracy where he's not going to do it. But get get yourself right, get healthier, get ready, and even so, get healthy for your, you know, for your next team or whatever, or final contract year or whatever. I, you know, I'm not gonna say. I'm not just gonna like. He's like, oh, they, they aren't going to do anything, but still, it just looks very it looks bad. It looks bad. It looks like they're going to trade everybody, get Brandon Ingram out of there, 
get him somewhere else. He, I'm sure he wants to go. Uh, man, but relocate that team. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, man. Shout out to New Orleans, though. Yeah, shout out to New Orleans, though, man. I, Number love for New Orleans, but y'all have been terrible with this franchise. So far. <laughs> <laughs> it's been terrible with this franchise. Oh man, <laughs> man, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, man. But yeah, anything else for you? Uh, not much, but I want to say thank you to all the fans, all the subscribers the listeners thank y'all for sharing thank y'all for posting for liking on instagram twitter snapchat even um we appreciate it we see you guys we see new subscribers and thank you all for patience for growing with us and we ask you just to continue support switch masters podcast on youtube as well as all podcast platforms spotify apple podcast anchor Wherever you listen to your podcast, we are available and we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Also, shout out to our sponsor as well. SS96. Make sure you check out the new mixtape and everything they're doing. Check out my man Zay with Zay Productions. Check out everything he's doing. So, yeah, again, thank y'all for y'all's support. Your co host, Kitty Guru, signing off. Be your co host, Zay, the executive producer. We'll catch y'all next time. Thank you.